Hello and welcome everyone to episode 26 of the App EVs podcast. I'm your host Chris Rogers and today we'll be talking about the App Terra news for the period between August 22nd and September 4th, 2021. In this week's episode, I'll be talking about the new video on suspension in the Maker series from Aptera, as well as a new investment website. Hello, I hope you all had a great few weeks. First up, a quick apology on my behalf, both for not adding something at the end of episode 25, the last episode, or posting something on Twitter, but I took a short vacation, I guess about a week ago, um, which is why there was no episode, and I had intended to put something up to say that, hey, you know, there's going to be a gap, but, you know, I, I hope that didn't cause too much concern or trouble, you know, I, I know that I'm probably providing all the entertainment, you know, for for a loyal fan base of Aptera fans, and so I deeply apologize for that. It, it took me a bit longer to get back into the swing of things. You know, it was one of those scenarios where I feel like I, I needed a vacation to recover from my vacation. But I wanted to apologize for those who were looking for a weekly episode and did not see that in the future. I'll be sure to provide some notification if there's not going to be an episode that's coming up. And hopefully I'll, I can have something, you know, pre-recorded that I can, I can put up to maybe fill in that Side note, I feel like it's it's only been a, a blink of the eye, but this podcast has been going for, for six months now, and we've got, with the 26th episode, so we've got a, a full half year of episodes, and hopefully we'll keep things going strong and, and keep the momentum going forward. With that out of the way, let's move on to the, the new video that I teased in the intro in the Maker series from Aptera. This is a series of videos that Aptera has promised to provide more insight on those who are designing and developing the vehicle. And I, I think it's I think it's fantastic. This one is about suspension. Um, as always I'll include um, the a a link to the uh, to the, the video in the, the show notes for this podcast. This video was presented by Brian Humsing who is the chassis lead for suspension development at Aptera, and he shared some some really interesting information on on the vehicle itself. I, I, and I guess I would have to say, and I think that I saw a comment on this on the YouTube video that I, along with I imagine many Aptera fans, greatly greatly appreciate the insight that we get into the company and, and what's going on. We understand that it takes a long time to get to full production and for people to get a chance to get in the vehicle. And in the meantime, any any sort of information that we can get to see how it's being developed, what's what changes are being made, is just greatly appreciated. And I understand that a lot of work likely goes into putting together these video productions. Um, so the so just moving through the video, the first bit of new information that they provided is that they're moving from a swing arm in the rear suspension to a double trailing link suspension which is supposed to improve the ride the ride quality and predictability on acceleration and braking and when brian shared this info there is a little animated graphic that illustrated the shift from the swing arm to the double trailing link which again is you know if you haven't seen the video i highly recommend that you check it out because it, I think it, it'll 
explain what I'm going to try to explain over the next couple of minutes, I think, uh, maybe a lot quicker if you're a more visual person. And if I'm interpreting the graphic correctly, it looks to me like they there were a couple of iterations of the of the the rare swing swing arm suspension uh, that I guess they they went to before moving on to the double trailing link, um, and and so you know I'm not a car guy, and so naturally I had to look this up. And feel free if you are a car person and you do fully understand suspension, and I've made errors in this, please. Please write in to the the Aptera email at aptevspodcast at gmail.com or, or you can find me on Twitter at, at apt underscore evs um, podcast. Uh, and so if I get this wrong, but you know, based off of my research in there, a a swing arm suspension is a very common form of suspension uh, or rear suspension that you see in motorcycles, whereas a trailing link suspension or, or trailing arm is used in a wider range of vehicles including very aptly aircraft and from what I could determine and you can see this from where they locate the icon for a spring which I guess is supposed to indicate where the the pivot is or, or where the you know the action and the suspension is on the, the graphic that Aptera showed in this video is with a swing arm suspension there, it looks like there's more movement in the rear wheel of the vehicle, which is designed to to swing up and down. That that's the pivot, the the way that the arm is structured and where the the suspension or, or the spring is. The the rear wheel is moving up and down as that wheel travels over objects and I guess different terrain or terrain. Whereas with the trail link suspension or, or double trail link suspension or trailing arm, the rear wheel. As it goes over terrain or different objects, the pivot point is at a different location that is more in, in the body or the chassis of the vehicle. And so it's the, the body of the vehicle that is, is, is moving up and down. That, that's the, the pivot point. Whereas you know, the, the wheel is, is for sure is, is moving, but as a passenger where you're going to feel it is, is the vehicle moving up and down instead of the back of the, the, the back wheel moving and, and maybe you getting some residual movement there that that's how i understood it based off my research and looking at the graphic and and they didn't mention this in the video but i'm curious if the partnership with roush led to this change in the vehicle similar to how they helped with the improved turning radius uh, previously that they talked about in a a last web or a webinar from a few months ago and regardless of whether or not Rouse is the impetus of this change I think it's a a very welcome development thus far in any video footage that you see of the Aptera in motion there seems to be a noticeable amount of movement in the tail end of the vehicle and that that could be the result of the design where you where just based off the shape of the vehicle where your eyes are naturally drawn to that kind of narrow end and, and you're focusing on it and so you really notice movement more than you would in the rear of a, a another car, a more standard car that, that has a, a larger area to, to look at. And so if you're looking at a narrow point that's that's kind of the, the tail of the Aptera, it looks like it's moving more but so I don't I don't know that that's actually the case, but it, it certainly appears that there is a a lot of movement. And I would suspect that the swing arm suspension, you know, I 
this is my my theory on this is that a swing arm sus suspension is perhaps more suitable to lighter vehicles like motorcycles which I looked it up they average around 300 to 500 pounds or 130 to 220 kilograms which isn't quite going to cut it for the Aptera which weighs around 2,000 pounds or, or 900 kilograms and so I imagine at first you know the auto cycle the motorcycle inspired design they thought that they could go with a, a motorci motorcycle suspension but as they, they got into testing they noticed that perhaps this isn't quite working as well as they imagined it would. Either way a smoother ride for the rear suspension will be critical because the the three-wheel design of the of the Aptera and, and this was previously mentioned or pointed out by Nathan Armstrong Aptera's chief technology officer you're probably naturally going to hit more more potholes and, and bumps in the road in the Aptera because you know there's a there's a wheel that runs down the center line of the car and, and if you've been driving four-wheeled cars you you've basically been training yourself your whole life to split potholes and, and objects with the front two wheels of your car which unfortunately means that you have trained yourself to hit the rear wheel with an Aptera and so that that's just a another reason for or I imagine why they wanted to focus on improving the the rear suspension and the overall ride quality. Moving on a, another interesting point that was um, you know that that's been echoed in other presentations um, and that Brian discussed in this video has been the challenge in finding components that fit the vehicle. The, the efficiency and the lightweight nature mean that the most common parts that are likely available off the shelf don't quite match the specifications of a lightweight vehicle that can do 0 to 60 miles per hour or, or 100 kilometers per hour in three and a half seconds. And I'm curious if or when, perhaps, this is going to drive Aptera down the Tesla route of high levels of vertical integration. And if not, there, you know, I, I imagine they're already kind of down that that path. But I think they've been trying to find as much off-the-shelf, um, you know, hardware as possible so that they can save costs. And and while they're trying to launch, that makes sense. But down the line, as as they find challenges just just even finding something as as relatively you know small as a a fastener for the suspension they may decide that you know maybe 3d printing is is the better option and, and they're going to want to bring that in-house so that they can take advantage of economies of scale and and really make uh, bespoke items that that will fit what it is that they're they're trying to do you can think of it you know similar to the alafe hub motors you know, where I think they started with one of the standard Alafe options, and, and then it's been tweaked a little bit for for Aptera. Um, Brian also touched on another area where efficiency affects his role by acknowledging just how different the ethos of Aptera is. And instead of of cost or speed to manufacture being the number one priority for choosing all all parts in the suspension, it, it sounds like everyone at the company not just those who are working on suspension are all aligned and focused and pulling in one direction on making the maximum the the most efficient vehicle possible and an added bonus of that efficiency focus is that i can imagine that that there are other teams and engineers at aptera who are finding 
cost savings in the in the the overall portfolio or envelope of, of the vehicle where you might spend a little bit more on a part or design in one area but you save weight you save aero aerodynamics you save in in you know perhaps overall cost and so you know that's how they're able to get the cost down and you know once we get into the the beta builds you know i'm curious to see what kind of what new lessons learned they get from the testing there and the last highlight of the video was the reveal that Aptera is focusing on power-assisted steering, which will enable autonomous driving. Um, so, you know, this this is interesting because it's my understanding that the way the vehicle moves right now is is there's a controller in the in the the vehicle, in in that there's a, a control box that directs the the wheels themselves how much they should turn and as well as potentially the rotational speed of the the hub motors and so the it was my understanding that the steering wheel was mostly connected to giving instructions to those controller box but it sounds like the the power assisted steering is a a bigger deal and, and it's supposed to ease your your ability and also make it feel more natural when you're you're controlling the vehicle um you know it it's also interesting that you know they they really are trying to plan ahead for the i think the level two autonomous capability that they're planning for for the vehicle to make sure that they don't have to go back and and make upgrades and, and so that will be something that will be really interesting to to track and, and to see going forward Next up, I'm late on this news, and I I mentioned a, a bit of this on the, the recap for the investor webinar in episode 25, but the new Aptera website has finally gone live, and again, I will include the link to that in the show notes for this episode. As previously stated, the minimum investment will be $1,000, and the shares are valued now at $8.80 per share. Um, investments or if you invest over $1,000 you'll receive a $100 coupon which can be applied to your Aptera reservation fee um, for the purchase price of your of your vehicle if you invest over $10,000 you will receive both the $100 coupon and a 5% discount on your Aptera up to a $2,500 value so full disclosure here I invested in the the last round of Aptera after failing to get in through the the WeFunder campaign because it was overly subscribed when I when I found out about the company and so do with that information what you will yes I am both a reservation holder and an investor in the company um, moving on to the website it's similar to the other other website the overall design it's a I think it's a, a cool website you know it, it provide some some information very in a concise fashion about why you should invest in Aptera and for me personally there are two reasons why I'm all in the, the first one and the biggest one is that the the focus on efficiency for Aptera um, you know that that leads to you know not just as an environmentalist that means that the the carbon footprint of of driving an Aptera is significantly lower than it would be for driving any other vehicle that is on the road. So not just that, but it also leads to 
cost savings and performance values and features that will be incredibly difficult for any other auto manufacturer who does not take a similar focus on efficiency and it's it's even more significant that than that in that it's you kind of have to start with the efficiency from the beginning you know if, if you don't start with an efficient design i don't think that you can see the same sort of gains by making a few tweaks here and there to your overall manufacturing process aptera by going in from from jump focusing on how can we make the most efficient car or vehicle possible and you know how can it be manufactured most efficiently and how can the vehicle itself be most efficient it it just provides it it's going to provide values and advantages that I, I think we were only understanding the tip of the iceberg on it you know for for comparison when you're talking about high performance electric vehicles you know motor trend recently reviewed uh, rivian's new pickup truck which is going to be on the market soon and they called it the most remarkable pickup truck they have ever ridden in and i have to agree it's a stunning truck it, it looks beautiful the the features that it has are are amazing um, you know, I think it's going to have a zero to six, a zero to sixty um, time in three seconds, all-wheel drive with tank controls, uh, an incredible suspension. I, I saw a video of it driving; it would look like basically like a sixty-degree incline. Um, you know, the off-road capability. You know, there's a upgrade function to basically have a pull-out kitchen. You know, that you could have in the wild and a a four hundred mile range. But it also starts at sixty-seven thousand dollars, and that price is probably never coming down. You know, if Tesla is anything to to go by, you know, the 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 value that they've shown is for a high-quality, high-performance electric vehicle. You you don't, you know, most companies are are trying to maximize their their value. They're not going to go, oh, you know, we found some new economies of scale, and even though we're trying to build new factories all over the world. We think sixty-seven thousand is too much. Let's cut that down to to fifty or forty-five. It's it, you know it starts high and, and they're just going going higher. Um, you, you've got Tesla on the other hand. They've been teasing a twenty-five thousand dollar model, but you know they're struggling to keep up with demand for the Model Three and the Model Y. Um, it, let alone the Cybertruck Semi and Roadster that have all been delayed. And so. If they are ever at some point going to release a $25,000 vehicle, that that car is not coming anytime soon. And that pretty much leaves Aptera at that $25,000 level. You know, 250 miles of, of range, you know, it's going to feel like a, a custom hand-built vehicle because it is a, you know, each one is, is basically hand-built, hand-crafted, you're, you're going to feel that, that difference in, in quality and you're, you're going to have high performance and you're going to save, save money. And if you want to go for the more higher-end vehicles, again, you're, what you're getting for a vehicle with 600 miles of range or 1,000 miles of range is, is just a fraction of the price of any other electric vehicle on the market. And that all comes from their focus on efficiency. That that's why the solar is, is valued, and so it it's their, you know, they're they're really um I don't know what the the phrase is a, a market of one. It's it's Aptera or or bust for that, and that's that's a key part of why I'm I'm investing. It's it's a a competitive advantage that 
no other automaker is even talking about approaching. And the second reason why I'm I'm interested in and why I invested is the is really is the the estimated market for the vehicle, which I I think that detractors of the company are really downplaying. You know what its potential is. Uh, it's a comment you see all the time. But when you think about the number of people around the world globally who are trying to a reduce their their carbon footprint and or b want a safe low cost two passenger vehicle that that's a that's a large market and so when people say who is this who is this vehicle for it's for anyone who needs a two passenger vehicle um, wants it to be safe and they want to spend as little money as possible on that on that vehicle and with the 10,000 reservations that are in place now before you know anyone in the public really has gotten a chance to even ride in one and, and see how much they they like it yeah I, I think they're 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 set to take off and 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 so the you know the the market for this is going to be I believe very healthy for a very long time and I'm excited for the future of the company And that concludes episode 26 of the Apt EVs podcast. I hope you found this episode interesting. And as always, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please tell a friend so that we can continue to grow the Aptera movement. And also, please stay tuned for, for upcoming podcasts. Uh, I, I plan to, to introduce a, a few new elements that I hope that you will all find interesting and exciting. The Apt EVs podcast is available on pretty much every major podcasting platform including anchor fm spotify google podcast and apple podcast if you have any questions or feedback including corrections please send those to aptevspodcast at gmail.com or you can find me on twitter at apt underscore evs podcast you can also send me audio messages through the podcasting website either on mobile or on desktop um, if you if you'd like to support the podcast further, you can also use my referral code, which I will include in the show notes going forward, as well as you can find on my my Twitter page. Thank you to OS50 for the song "Movies," and in the words of Jeff Kanata, think about what you put out to the world, make it a better place. Mm-hmm.